If I was the Irish Garda Commissioner, that's the head of the police service, I would have been incredibly tempted to hang on until November when I would have been entitled, much to Paul O'Mahony's surprise, for a 300,000 euro lump sum payment and a 100,000 a year pension. Uh, she resigned a couple of days ago in what I'd say most people would regard as a surprise resignation because she'd held out, I'd have to say, valiantly and purely from the point of view of hanging on a, on a ledge with one fingernail impressively to her position. In other words, she didn't resign. No doubt she was advised, possibly even by the government itself, not to resign. Perhaps she was even promised ages ago that she could resign after a certain time had passed. Perhaps the previous government, the end of Kenny-led government, wanted to ensure that his legacy wasn't the two Garda commissioners had resigned on his watch. I think, I think uh, another Garda commissioner did resign on his watch, so that would have been two down. And as I think it was Oscar Wilde said, to lose one Garda commissioner is awful, but to lose two Garda commissioners is careless. The Irish Garda Commissioner has been associated for a very long time now with a whole series of shocking revelations, the biggest of which is probably the fact that huge numbers of Irish police force have been falsifying reports about how many times they tested drivers to see if they were driving under the influence of alcohol. Now, it has never been said in public by anybody of any particular stature. But when I heard that the police force, and it has to be regarded as a systemic falsification of documentation, in other words, that it wasn't just the individual police officers, that it involved their supervisors and their supervisors' supervisors, when I discovered that that was what they were up to, what came into my head was a thought that I never wanted to have, which was that if they'll falsify documents, will they falsify testimony in court under oath? And if the whole organization is riddled with a culture of falsification, why on earth should we actually trust that that falsification is confined to one small sector of their activity? So all I can say is that that's a shockingly huge 100,000 a year pension, and she's not an old woman, 300,000. Maybe other people aren't shocked. Maybe I wouldn't be shocked if I knew what size all sorts of other public service 
senior people have by way of pension and retirement benefits. But I have to admit that I am totally shocked. Anyway, there's quite a lot about Irish society, particularly Irish politics and public life, that is worth commenting on. So, welcome to the seamy side of Irish life. Well, I don't mean Irish life, I mean Irish public life, and particularly Irish political life. If the Irish Minister for Justice, Charlie Flanagan, is to be believed, there isn't a single police officer in Ireland fit to be the new police commissioner. Well, I'm slightly inaccurate there because what the minister, I think, has said, and certainly what Yes, what seems to be the prevailing wisdom in government is that none of the previous candidates need apply. The a police commissioner who has resigned, even though the RT News called it retired, the police commissioner who has re resigned under huge, huge pressure. It's, I mean, it is amazing how long she held out. And the, yes, that, um, that commissioner was, uh, was appointed during a competitive process in which anyone else in Ireland who wanted to apply for the job of police commissioner had the right to do so. And we're all found, I mean, in comparison with the person who was appointed, we're all found wanting. The police commissioner in Ireland has an interesting dual role. Police commissioner is the head of national security. And the minister has said that the government have no difficulty with a person from outside Ireland who doesn't hold an Irish passport being responsible for national security. At one stage it certainly struck me that that dual function of being head of national security and also head of the national police force was something that the government would be well advised to split so that there was no necessary overlap even though it would complicate matters shall we say but if it's true that somebody from another jurisdiction somebody who's holding a passport belonging to another country should be head of Irish national security Then I imagine that everyone in Ireland, or a lot of people in Ireland, think that it better be somebody from outside Ireland because this is such a small country in which relationships trump rules, if you like. In other words, Irish people are 
more prepared to take action based upon their relationships with other people than they are based upon formal rules. I can't remember who is the Irish woman who put that most succinctly in a in a book about the culture of Ireland which was published a few years ago. It was actually lent to me by my good friend Owen O'Leary and some of which I read. So the plot thickens so to speak. The government no doubt want no more discussion about the previous commissioner and what role they've played behind the scene, what promises have been made to the previous commissioner. And I do assume that the Irish Civil Service, the Department of Justice in particular, has some group in it, some highly trusted group, has been working, well, it'd be a cliche to say night and day, but has been working on the assumption that any day now they're going to be called upon to begin the recruitment process to find a replacement for the Garda Commissioner. Anyway, there we are. So at present, the Irish Police Force has no leader.